Welcome everybody to another GD podcast. I'm your host, Guy DeMarco, and for the first time I'm going to be setting this up on YouTube so that if you don't want to listen to me in your car, you can watch me on uh, the YouTubes. So what's up folks? Um, Coming to you live from my office slash spare bedroom. (sighs) Just having a good old time here. All right. So some things that I want to cover in this episode is I want to lightly touch on this whole COVID-19, how it's affecting me and affecting those around me. I want to cover the 2020 Accuracy International Long Range Challenge held at Altus Shooting Solutions last weekend. And then... You know, just uh, going forward, some matches and some events that I'm looking forward to. So we're going to go and hop into it right now with this whole COVID thing. So you guys know I'm an instructor. I come into contact with a lot of students on a daily basis. And uh, it's somewhat worrisome, but we've taken preventative measures in our division. Uh, Everything gets sterilized and sanitized and wiped down. On a daily basis, not that that hasn't already been happening, but everything gets cleaned up, which is super awesome. And then we're making sure that we're trying to keep our students as healthy as possible, uh, trying to go with CDC recommendations, you know, keep students, keep instructors six feet apart. uh, If we do have to come into contact, that we're making sure that we disinfect and, and clean up right after we do so, uh, whether it be grading books or grading, um, procedures downrange we make sure that we we hand sanitize wash our hands soap and water all that good jazz um my my son being a type 1 diabetic he is at a higher risk for contracting said uh said germs and such he's immunocompromised which he has a greater risk of uh contracting the virus therefore house is pretty much on lockdown Um, nobody in or out except for us Uh, he gets to play in the backyard but it's not like we're taking him to the grocery store or anything else like that which sucks because he really likes the grocery store but we're trying to minimize his exposure to the outside world until hopefully uh, this blows over and uh, you know it it is less of a problem than it is now Um, crazy times we live in uh, I know that the Walmarts uh, in our area are pretty much bone dry. I went to Publix yesterday to pick up some essentials, um, beer mostly, and uh, the meat department was pretty much completely ransacked. All the ground turkey, ground chicken, uh, a lot of the sausage. The only thing that they had left were the uh, filet mignons, the steaks, the uh, the briskets. So, you know, I'm thinking about just picking up a half brisket and just smoking that and seeing what I come up with just because I have nothing better to do. Seeing how I can't really go anywhere. Um, the wife doesn't want me to go to Lowe's, which is super sad because if I've got time, I want to build stuff because that's what I do. Uh, Gonna take a drink of my delicious coffee in my Foundations Armageddon Gear AG Cup 
coffee cup for those watching on the YouTubes. I appreciate you tuning in and joining me. We'll see how this adventure goes. Um, yes, I know that I need to get some better lighting. I know I need to get some uh, better sound set up how this is all going because I've got you on an Osmo Plus with a Rode microphone in my spare bedroom office. I kind of fade in and fade out with uh, talking into my Yeti speaker while trying to talk to you on that. I haven't really figured out how I'm going to do this yet. It's an adventure. Thanks for joining me on the ride. So COVID-19. Uh, yeah, man. Crazy times we live in. Next would be next topic that was short and sweet because I'm not a I'm not a doctor, but I played one on TV once. Uh, want to talk to you about the Altus Shooting Solutions Accuracy International Long Range Classic. Now, I did a podcast on my last adventure into the PRS realm being that it was pretty much an utter disaster. Uh, it was a one-day match at Altus a month ago, and I shot a 10 out of possible 98. So that's what, like a 10% shooter. Um, so I increased my performance this month on a national level two-day match. I shot a 50. So 200 rounds, I shot a 50, which means I'm a 25% shooter, which means I increased my hit percentage by 15%. Now, you guys are like, dude, 15 out of 50 out of 200 shots, what the hell are you thinking? Um, I don't care. I was having fun. I shot some of the best shooters in the country. Um, Regina Milkovich, Dave Preston, Keith Baker, uh, yeah, just just some amazing, amazing people. The MDT crew. Uh, I got to shoot with Sarge. I got to shoot with uh, some real nice dudes out of New York. I shot with a guy that won the Mammoth like Sniper Adventure Challenge this year. Like, just shot with some amazing people. Got to see my friends, Tom Fuller. Got to see Phil Cashin. Got to see Sarah. Got to see... Um, some shooters out of Ohio that represent area 419, one of our uh, team POI sponsors. Just, I love this community and it doesn't matter if I shoot all the targets or hit none of the targets. I did hit a lot of no none targets. Like I, I, the same stage I shot last month that I got a zero on, I shot this month and got a zero on. I just couldn't figure figure my wind out and it was uh my scope was dialed in i trued my bc i did everything that i was supposed to do the day before on train up day everything was awesome i just need to get better at reading the wind i stepped up from 168 grain bullet to 178 grain hornady match bullet and it definitely seemed to uh to help I made sure that I was uh, spot on at 840 yards. A lot of my long range targets I was spot on with. Uh, a lot of the closer up ones were a little uh, a little more tricky. But hey, I had a blast. Uh, put a new Area 419 Sidewinder brake on my 308. You can see that on YouTube. Um, the install and the, the unboxing of that. Just, just amazing, amazing products uh, that I'm 
blessed to be uh, fortunate to be able to run. Um, I will say that as as uh, a Team POI shooter, we do get somewhat of a discount uh, on certain products. So I, I make full disclosure of that, that I pick up these products at a discounted price um, and then I do my review and then I use it, take photos, all that good stuff. But that's part of that's part of the uh, part of the gig, right? That's part of the deal. So I'm not just saying it's a great product because I'm a sponsor. It's a great product because it's a great product. I had no problems getting that thing on, doing the self-timing bit, the recoil reduction. I definitely noticed it going to a bigger break on the end of that 308, uh, a three port versus a four port. The four port worked amazing. Uh, I was able to uh, handle my recoil management a lot better, which I was super happy with, because that's, I think, what part of my problem was, is riding that lightweight 308, because uh, it's in a it's in a Magpul Hunter stock. It's not super heavy. It's not, doesn't have a whole lot of weight to it. So that 308 is gonna kick though I have good recoil management, being able to spot those shots, um, spot my impacts or my misses was something that I was lacking last month. And I definitely noticed that I was able to track some of those shots a little more effectively to get a, a better uh, follow-up shot. So some of, the some of the items that I want to talk about um, uh, some of my strong points and some of my weak points. Now, most of these stages were 10 round stages. There was a few eight round stages, but most of them were 10 round stages. And um, though I only scored a 50 over two days and 20 stages, I still feel that I did really, really well. Um, my highest score for the weekend on a stage was a six, um, which I got two sixes. Uh, one of them was the PRS skills one stage where uh, uh, one, two, three, three, two, one, six shots for time. Uh, I got all my hits. I did it in like 45 seconds because I didn't care about time. I wasn't going to be the fastest guy and I knew that, but I wanted to make sure that I got my hits um, to get those to get those solid hits. I did that. It was super awesome. One stage that I really liked was bus ride. Uh, shooter, I'll read you a brief stage description out of the matchbook here. Shooter will start rifle in hand, mag in, bolt back, one foot on the ground and the other foot on the first step of the butt, bus, on the butt. <laughs> All right, on the command engage, shooter will enter the bus, move to the window mark number one and engage a 66% IPSC at 735 yards, numbered A5 with two shots. Shooter will then move to window two and re-engage the same target with two shots. After position two, shooter will continue the sequence at the window marked three, four, and five. Shooter must transition uh, from position one to the next position with a bolt to the rear. Time, 130 seconds and 10 rounds. Distance, 735 yards. Now, 735 yards, that's probably at 0.7 hold on wind for every mile an hour. So I got a I got a four mile an hour gun. So for every mile an hour, that's a tenth of wind. So 735. So 
seven tenths wind. I was holding 0.5 from center and I was doing pretty good. Um, I just kind of ran out of time. I got a four on that stage. I was super, I was super happy with it because the month prior we actually engaged a KYL rack, a plate rack at 735 and I missed every single shot. So being able to dial in and hit 735, um, four times. I don't even think I got to the fourth or fifth position. So, uh, I think I was on the third, I dropped two. So I'm calling that a four out of six instead of a four out of 10. Cause I didn't even make it to the other positions. Um, getting into position, getting steady and then getting those shots off. I know I need to work on that. Um, but all in all, really good time. Um, I don't like the Kestrel barricade. There's not a whole lot of support in there. And um, the Kestrel Barricade, basically what it is, is they took the shape of a Kestrel ballistic meter, very much like this guy that I've got right here. They took the shape of a Kestrel, cut it out into a giant, like seven foot barricade, cut out a bunch of holes, and then were able to um, affix that to a permanent station. Now we can use it as a shooting prop and you can shoot off a Kestrel barricade. It's not that I don't like Kestrel. I just don't like the barricade because I'm not good at it. And you know, that's on me and that's totally fine. Um, hard to get for me to get stable. Um, I don't run anything new in a match that I haven't used in practice. People were telling me I should use a tripod or I should use, you know, this bag or that bag. I used a Armageddon gear, uh, mini, game changer the sticky one and that worked well for me all weekend i used that bag and then i used the uh, armageddon gear angry beaver on one stage which we'll probably talk about because i zeroed it um so yeah it was just uh it was just real real tough on that one i got a two out of ten um i got four shots off um the movers i did pretty good on uh i got a five on that um the PRS skill stage one, I got that six that we talked about. Um, let's see. We shot out of the shoot house, so engage two targets, one shot each from five different positions. Um, did pretty decent on that, got another four. And then stage six, which was our fifth stage of the day, um, I zeroed that one. It was called uh, In the Street, and we shot the same stage last month. Uh, I think it was different distances, though. Shooter will start standing at the rock, or excuse me, start standing behind the rock with a rifle in hand, mag and bolt back. On the command engage, shooter will take up a shooting position on the top of the rock and engage two Ipsic targets at the blue sedan on the right-hand side of the lane at 265. From there, the shooter will engage two targets at the red sedan at 300. She will transition to the white sedan on the left, 321, two IPSC targets. After the white sedan, the shooter will transition to the white SUV in the center of the lane at 430, engage two IPSCs. And finally, the shooter uh, will engage two IPSCs at 656 yards at the blue sedan, uh, Shooter will engage all targets from left to right with one shot each, hit or miss, 130 seconds, 10 rounds. Now, this is very similar to the stage that we ran last month, and I made sure I was holding wind, 
I made sure that I was dialed correctly for each round. I just apparently am not good at this stage. Uh, it did not help that throughout the day, as more shooters engage these targets, the white paint gets knocked off of them. It's harder to see the targets, especially. Um, it was an oddly hot day for March, and it definitely showed that through the Mirage. I'm moving my camera here, bear with me. Oh crap, something happened. I just can't see if I'm actually talking into the camera or not. There we go. So. I just uh, hard to see Mirage, hard to pick up the targets. Um, there was an extra target that was in the back of a window of one of the vehicles, and we weren't supposed to shoot that one. I think I threw one at it. That probably was my only hit for that. For that target. So that sucked. But so that was my first zero of the day. Um, is what it is. I know that I am going to zero targets. Uh, zero stages in the future. Does it bother me? Sure. Would I like to at least get one hit? Yes. Does it matter? Not really. Um, I know that I am not, well, we know I'm a, I'm a 25% shooter. I'd like to get into the 30, 40, 50% shooter range. Um, I'm going to have to do my part. Haha, <laughs> the round will do what it does as long as I do my part. No, I really do need to do my part. I need to practice dry fire. I need to get better at breeding wind. I need to uh, stay focused, keep my head in the game, and uh, be able to call my shots and uh, so on and so forth. Um, there were some other really cool uh, stages. I did like the... Uh, the square spinner. So this stage, there was multiple targets. There was 167 yards, 280, 472, 671, and 800. Uh, 10 rounds, 130 seconds. Shooter will start standing, rifle in hand, mag in, bolt back on the command engage, drop to the prone position and engage the square slash spinner target, mark number one at 670 yards. 167 yards. I'm dyslexic. Bear with me. All right. With one shot at the square first, followed up by the spinner. All right. So on this stage, you start standing, drop the prone, and then there is a square target hanging from a set of chains. And then on the crossbar is a target that spins when you shoot it. Just a real tiny, tiny target. We're talking maybe three quarter to one MOA. Um, for that distance so or at least it seemed real small spencer you can totally find this and correct me on whatever the actual target sizes were so um this one was a little tricky as you drop down you can engage target one and target two with not a whole lot of issues but when it came to target three the way that the ground the natural uh curvature of the ground, the natural terrain of the ground, it dropped that number three plate to where you could not actually see the number three plate. And we brought that up to the ROs. They said all the other competitors for the day were able to see it. Um, they've already shot it, so we're not going to move it. Hey, is what it is. The match is shot. The match is over. It's fine. Um, so basically what I had to do is when I dropped down in the prone and I was engaging target three, I actually popped off and aimed about a 
probably three tenths low of the horizon of that uh, of that hill and held a little bit to the right because uh, I was having a little bit of uh, right to left wind. So I held a little right and I actually aimed at the ground, shot, and then saw my splash as the bullet went over the hill, over the horizon of the hill um, that I could see through through my position, through my scope, went over the horizon and then impacted uh, the ground just right of the target. So I held a little too much. So I then had to engage the spinner at the top, which I was able to see. And uh, yeah, I got a one on that stage. Um, really like the stage, just uh, it's weird trying to engage a target that you can't see. Um, it felt very much like a potential AD situation, uh, accidental discharge or negligent, neg negligent discharge situation. If you can't see your target, how are you supposed to engage it? Man, I don't know. It was, uh, it was what it was. Um, yeah, but I had a lot of fun. I struggled on one stage, Tom's Bombs, um, eight shots, four different positions, uh, minute 30 but these targets were beat up. This was stage eight for us. Um, yeah, this was uh, stage eight for us. The, these targets have been shot all day. It's in the low 90s and the mirage is kicking. Uh, there's not a lot of white paint on these things. You get behind your gun and you just can't see it. Um, apparently I was low the whole time. Uh, check my dope afterwards. It looked like it was all right. So I don't know what happened there. Um, another really fun stage that I want to talk about, um, we had mover chaos, uh, we ended up engaging some targets, uh, from the top of the tower, which was 835 yards. I ended up getting three hits on that. Um, and this was the KYL rack or not the KYL, but the, it was the plate rack. Um, I had a lot of fun on that one. I like shooting longer distances. Um, I seem to do better on it, so it's whatever. Um, had fun though; it was it was a great time. Um, walk it out. So we had um, you actually had to walk it in, where uh, you start at 940, then 900, uh, 800, 700, and then 600 yards. I did fairly well on this one. I got a five. Um, really liked it. 940. I was drilling it. You see that flasher going off. You see the uh, see your impacts. Uh, I was hitting a little bit of right of center, which was fine because I was holding pretty good off the uh, right edge, so I sucked it in a little bit. But as I was getting closer, I knew that I was going to have to hold less based on uh, the wind down range, which it was totally awesome. Really, really liked that walk it in stage. You shot it off the top of a picnic bench, which uh, I haven't done before. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And then I forget what stage, here we go. Um, walk it out, uh, Seekins Tower. So 551, 651, 706, 943, and then 1049 were the distances, 66% IPSC targets um, <clears throat> going all the way out. And then it was full size targets uh, for seven, nine, and 1000. You're laying on top of the Seekins Tower which is about two Connex uh, boxes tall. 
and then you engage these targets and it looked like it was switchy wins. Uh, you were going left from uh, from the left side to the right side, um, going up this uh, going up this shooting lane. So you your wind was affecting it differently based on where the cutouts were inside the lane, based on how this range is set up. There's a diagonal cut all the way through the lane. So as your bullet traverses through those open areas, it can be affected a little bit differently. Not uh, not too much for your smaller, faster rounds for a big old freaking sailboat like a 308 like I'm shooting yeah I definitely noticed a little bit um first shot I sent off um super clear super crisp saw that thing fly right over the head um don't know what was wrong I don't know if I was dialed wrong I checked it um but uh my windage was perfect so I held wind and then just held bottom uh bottom third of the target instead of center uh held the bottom of the target boom followed up with a good uh a good re-engage on that and then went out to the uh the second distance at 651 dialed my uh my elevation held the same amount of win and then pretty much just kept walking it out um i did pretty good i missed uh, a couple of shots i ended up getting a five on this stage um and uh ugh, sounds like the boys are awake uh got a five on this stage um and I missed my two engagements at a thousand, a thousand fifty. Super bummed about that. Um, yeah, super bummed on on that. I really wanted to uh, to engage that. I held a mil and a half of wind uh, for that distance. Turns out it was a little bit too much, and I corrected um, and cut it down to about. Uh, seven tenths of wind. I cut it in half because uh, make bold corrections. Um, cut it to uh, to a set a point seven, and I was literally just on the the right edge. Um, I was right there, and uh, timer ran out. <clears throat> Ro called time, and I asked him if I could send uh, send one, and of course I was out of ammo, so I didn't get to send another one. But thanks, Brandon, for, for allowing me the opportunity to send another one, even though it wouldn't have counted for score. Dude, I love this coffee cup. Thank you to the Truitts um, for giving me this coffee cup. Small shout out. Foundation stocks. If you guys are looking for a rifle stock, they, they are amazing. I've felt them. They're like a resin. Uh, I'll put the link in the description for you guys, but Foundation Stocks, great people, small business out of Oklahoma, uh, some of the nicest people I've ever met. Met them at the AG Cup last year. Just amazing people. Small shout out. There you go. Foundation Stocks. So I want to say thank you to uh, Spencer Berry for putting on uh, a great course of fire down there at at the Alta Shooting Solutions Shooting Complex. Thank you to Mike. Uh, Anissa, Josh, Mr. Watts, uh, everybody that puts on these matches, uh, super appreciate you guys. I understand that I was a shooter this weekend and not an RO, but still helping out where I could, um, trash, paper towels, cleaning, XYZ, whatever. Uh, it's still my home range. Therefore, uh, I have the responsibility of taking care of it. And, uh, speaking of ROs, uh, Accuracy International has done something really cool the last couple of years is they've put a fully built rifle on the table 
an AI AX was the rifle this year. Cal uh, the caliber was a 6.5 by 47. And uh, yeah, it was just amazing. I'll, uh, I'll throw up a picture on the YouTube channel so you guys will be able to see that. It should be like over here somewhere. I don't know. Um, I'll drop a picture in there and you guys can see it. It should be pretty cool. Um, yeah, so they... All the shooters got a number based on where they finished in the match. And then all of the ROs, the range officials were also put into the drawing and they were able to win this, <clears throat> win this awesome rifle as well. So the first number that they called was like 58 or something like that, but you gotta be present to win. So sorry, dude, you left and you didn't get the accuracy international so the next number they pulled was like 138 or something like that and just so happens uh we knew it was going to be an ro so they ran into the the training room and determined what ro it was and it turns out it was my good friend alex roth uh navy veteran active duty based out of uh, Pensacola. This dude won a $5,000 rifle. I'll add some pictures to this so you guys can see them. I'll do a cutaway, get away from my ugly mug, and you can see Alex's ugly mug and that beautiful rifle. But Alex is the now, the proud owner, proud owner of an Accuracy International 6.5x47AX. He's already gotten uh, a scope put on it. He's got a new brake that he got from I believe it was Patriot Valley. So big shout out to Patriot Valley. I'll throw a link in the description for them as well. Uh, check them out. But Alex is super excited. He is jonesing to get this rifle built so he can get it out to the range, um, get some dies so he can load for it and then start slinging some 6.5 by 47 downrange. Uh, super excited for him. Alex is also the points leader for the National Rifle League 22 Altus series that we're putting on. So the Altus NRL 22 series, he is our points leader. So not only did he win the Accuracy International AX rifle this past weekend, but he has the opportunity to, if he does his part, win a voodoo barreled action with all the trimmings uh it's gonna have a optic on it it's going to have a bolt not um, from mongoose to actual it is going to have a bunch of really really dope stuff for this rifle i don't want to give all the secrets away mainly because i don't have them all yet but definitely going to uh have the opportunity to win a second rifle so the accuracy international match that the the long range classic was a hit it was awesome i did better than i did the previous month month which is all i was really there for but i just want to talk um about my squad uh real quick matt steiner dave preston uh regina milkovich um keith baker the mdt crew uh shep uh, what a great squad. Super awesome. Uh, they uh, Matt dubbed me the Brass Monkey because I was picking up everybody's brass. So from my days in the USPSA, um, I picked up brass and I picked up a lot of brass. And it's part of my OCD um, that if you shoot your brass, uh, you should pick up your brass. 
And with these certain calibers, like Regina was shooting the new six millimeter GT, um, uh, she didn't have her brass marked, but it's six GT head stamp, so you can find it. Um, but it wasn't marked, so she didn't, if somebody else is shooting six GT, wouldn't know if it's coming out of their gun or not, her gun or not. So I was making sure that I was trying to stay next to her as a lefty and uh, police her brass, but you know, Shep's shooting a 223, Keith shooting six mil, pretty much everybody was shooting six mil and they all had their brass mark. So I was just literally, um, as they were shooting, either trying to catch their brass as they were ejecting it or picking it up as they moved positions. Obviously I'm doing this safely. I'm not going in front of the firearm or anything else like that, guys, don't worry. But picked up a, a lot of brass for everybody this weekend, picked up my brass. Um, and, you know, that's what squad mates do. Like, it wasn't a big thing for me. Apparently, that's a big thing for them um, is having somebody pick up their brass. So um, you're welcome. I was just doing it because it was giving me something to do. I'm not in it to win it. So it's one less thing for you guys to worry about. So there you go. Um, they all represented their, uh, their companies, their brands really, really well. If you guys hop on to the Facebooks and my Instagram, you guys can see uh, Keith Baker and you can see Dave and Preston uh, running through the bus ride stage. Um, Keith, I believe, got an eight. Dave got a nine on that. So they rocked it. It was super cool. I used phone scope to capture um, the impacts downrange. Oh, excuse me. Used uh, that to capture the impacts downrange. So you can definitely check that out, see that, and uh, take a look and see them rocking and rolling. Um, I did a lot of little video editing for them, um, for their sponsors, MDT, Bix and Andy, uh, MPA, Curtis Actions, you know, Timney Triggers or whoever uh, for Regina on Regina Sign Foundation Stocks Vortex for all of them because Vortex is amazing. Shout out to Nick for helping with the the NRL 22 stuff that I've been working on. Um, but all of them, all around had a really great time with all of the people that were on my squad. Um, just had an amazing time. And thank you guys for making my first two day PRS match. Um, a memorable one. It was, it was super awesome. Uh, I tried not to fanboy over all of these shooters. Um, like Regina, she's out of Arizona. She runs one of the, uh, the TPRC, um, match out there. I've been following Regina and her husband, Tim, for a long time now. Tim is actually who helped me get my proof research stainless steel barrel on my 6.5, so shout out to Tim. Uh, maybe one day you'll you'll travel out east and we can shoot together, or I should just travel out west and, and shoot your guys' match. Um, uh, Keith Baker is probably one of the most um, focused shooters I've seen. Uh, he's got a really strong mental game. Uh, which is awesome. He's uh, very much uh, concerned about his performance, which we all should be, but he, uh, he is very, very good at his craft. Um, it's awesome. It's really cool to see somebody uh, with that much dedication and, um, and focus on what they're doing. Uh, super, super cool. So I got like 10% left on my battery here, so we're gonna go ahead and uh, talk about our last topic. And then we're going to go ahead and, uh, and sign off for this podcast about 35 minutes, uh, in so far. So I wonder if you heard that motorcycle drive by. So the 
Altus NRL 22 series. Our next match is scheduled scheduled for next weekend. As of right now, I have heard no comments um, about canceling these very small matches. Um, I've already started to put in protocol to minimize the amount of people um, on a squad. I've minimized the amount of uh, gear and equipment, XYZ. I know that the military has a, uh, a travel ban going on right now, and they're like, oh, it's PCSs and this, that. No, actually, some individuals' local commands have barred them from traveling more than 50 miles. So some of uh, my friends will not be able to make it out from Panama City, um, which super sucks. But we're still going to have the match, and then we are still having the series finale and if i have to come down there and kidnap you uh and bring you back i will do so accordingly uh that's just a joke i don't plan on kidnapping anybody that would be against the law um but jack you need to get down here um same thing goes for all the boys out in pensacola hopefully you guys can still make it out to the range for the finale we're still having it we're mitigating the uh the spread of uh, the virus by lots of disinfectant wipes, hand soaps, uh, social and squad distancing. So, uh, we're just going to handle it the best way we can and make sure that this all goes off without a hitch. Um, yeah, so it's still on. We are still accepting, uh, sponsorships at this time. If you are interested in sponsoring the Altus NRL 22 series, you can get with me. Uh, through my email at guy.demarco.84 at gmail.com. Hit me up. You can, uh, I will email you over our sponsorship levels and we can see what we can do about that. But if you haven't seen, we do have a couple of the sponsors directly behind us. We've got Short Action Precision. They have donated uh, not only a banner to the range, but they have also donated a three pack. So you get a Short Action precision three pack certificate to pick three products that uh that you need to step up your shooting game we've also got the bnt tactical uh bipods all right the accushot one shot challenge so they have donated the banner they have donated the a really cool shooting sign and then 35 of the Ace of Spades shooting cards, and it's going to be the closest to the center gets a $300 gift certificate towards one of their products. So thank you guys. Thank you, Short Action Precision. Thank you, uh, AccuShot, BNT, um, Incorporated for uh, being a sponsor of the NRL 22. And if you look behind me on top of my dresser here, these are the trophies. So they're a six inch steel gong from x steel targets uh x steel targets if you end up listening to this i had to purchase all these uh targets and they're super awesome they're super easy to laser on really appreciate having a a quality product at a really fair price um so that i can get these out there all right um so april 26th 2020 baker florida alta shooting solutions it's the Altus NRL 22 series finale. Be there, get out there, let's rock and roll. If you guys have any questions, feel free to hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, 
I just ask that you guys head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a review. Five stars is preferred, but honestly, we'll take what we can get. So share the podcast, share the YouTube video, let everybody know that another GD podcast is still going on. I'm still talking about things that I like, primarily shooting and not getting the corona. So once again, hope you guys have an enjoyable week. We'll see you around and see you at the range. You're gonna do the sky.